Welcome to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... How Two Evil Players Broke a Lawful Good Character's Will to Live This story was submitted by our viewer John. I was playing in a D&D 5e campaign that was using the Catterday add-on material as the main source. In this campaign, we were race-locked into playing Catterday only. The story had us trying to help stabilize our race, as they were almost extinct after a huge war. This would require us employing diplomatic tactics to try to make friends, seeing as how every other race seemed to hate us. The party roster changed a little bit over time, but settled down on a consistent team of six. One, the good barbarian slash sorcerer Calcifer. Two, neutral bard Pashta. Evil, maybe? 3. Rogue Akira 4. Chaotic Evil Cleric Nahar 5. Lawful Evil Rogue Slash Warlock Rafa 6. And a Lawful Good Fighter Banjo I question Akira's alignment, due to the fact that he did not go out of his way to be evil all the time, but would jump at the chance to be a pain now and again. The main characters of this story are Nahar, Rafa, and Banjo. Rafa was a soapbox hero. He would belt his racist rants to anyone who would listen to him about the evils that the other races had wrought upon the Catterday, if given the chance. He was of fallen noble ancestry and carried himself as would be expected in scenarios involving gullible or important people who would bend an ear to his forked tongue. Rafa was one of the first members of the party, along with Nahar, a cleric of the Madness Domain, who was just absolutely crazy. Banjo's player had another character before him, a djinn trapped in a Catterday body, who had a fair amount of influence with the Catterday as a whole. She had managed to get farmable land so the Catterday could grow food and had established a friendship with the White Dragonborn, who shared the mountain territory with the Catterday and eventually welcomed the 300 members of the dying race into their monastery for safe haven. It was about session 7 or 8 when she fell, and Banjo was brought in to replace her. Banjo was the goodest boy that good could be. He met the party and immediately saved our barbarian, who was only able to show up to play now and again from killing an innocent boy after being possessed by a demonic wish-granting sword. He then set to work on cultivating farmland, which had been left neglected, to help feed the starving Catterday. He was a rustic, blacksmithing, farm-tending, feast-cooking, down-to-earth fella who just fit in with whoever he had the pleasure to meet. He befriended everything from a pirate to an actual sphinx. Except Rafa and Nahar. Banjo disliked people who lied and killed, as he did not believe in those things. Rafa annoyed Banjo with his deceitful ways, an ability to slither and lie his way out of any consequences of his actions. Honestly, at first this only really annoyed Banjo. Banjo even got on Rafa's side momentarily after destroying another demonic wish-granting sword that had possessed Rafa, causing him to severely injure one of the White Dragonborn. Banjo thought after freeing him from the blade that he would see a new Rafa, but he was wrong. Rafa ended up clashing with Banjo one final time, over his lies and alignment with a demon, before Banjo stopped trying with him. Nahar, on the other hand, clung to Banjo like a tick, actively trying to drive him insane. Every step Banjo seemed to make to further the relations or image of the Catterday, Nahar would be right behind him to undo it. Nahar's favorite trick was his get-out-of-jail-free card, or the spell Command. If Nahar ever did not want to face something, he would cast Command until it hit and command the threat to sit, giving him a full round to run away. All for the sake of being funny or crazy. 
Upon visiting a port town with multiracial trading and basic harmony, Nahar decided to rob a shopkeep and cause a huge commotion. Banjo tried to stop him, only to be hit with command twice before Nahar's escape. This was the first way to fall on Banjo's back. Over the next few sessions, Nahar turned up the crazy to 11 as he actively wanted Banjo to kill him, claiming that making Banjo kill someone would make him stronger and better for the party. The last straw was when Nahar killed a tiefling who claimed to have info on an underground Catterday slave trade. With the lead now dead, Banjo lost it and beat Nahar within an inch of his life before regaining his composure and letting him live. In the following sessions, Banjo's players started role-playing Banjo as depressed and troubled. He would spiral a little further every time Rafa or Nahar did something that seemed to serve no purpose, other than to be evil or hurt the Catterday in some way. I think he was hoping the other players or NPCs might catch on and try to help. It was discovered early on that Pashta had been in love with the lost king of our race and was pregnant with his offspring. After the four heirs were born, Banjo knew it was only a matter of time before Rafa or Nahar did something to them and was really on edge about it. Pashta had knighted him head of the royal guard to protect her and her children from Rafa and his goons. It was the session after this when Banjo died. Banjo had rolled a perception check on Rafa as he and one of his goons had claimed they were leaving the party to go do something. He saw four little baby-sized bags on Rafa's back and he knew something was up. The children had been under the watch of the dragonborn elders at the monastery, and Banjo made haste to get to them first, riding the griffin he had befriended many sessions earlier. Upon arrival to the monastery, he told the elders what was coming and sat in wait for Rafa to arrive. When Rafa entered the room housing the young heirs, he was met by Banjo, who was pulsating with fury between him and the cribs. He began one of his speeches, only to be cut short by Banjo charging forward and downing his goon in one strike. Rafa had made a pact with the demon in the swords to become a warlock who was barely able to use first level spells, but he had access to one that had saved him before and would be the end of Banjo. Charm Person Rafa had stopped Banjo like this before and it infuriated his player that one failed wisdom save could remove his character from play, be it from command or Charm Person. He sat there and watched Rafa approach the first crib, only to barely avoid being speared by one of the young dragonborn hiding behind the illusion. Banjo had brought reinforcements. He was ready for the nonsense with Rafa to be over. Trapped between death and death, Rafa's demon friend offered him a wish. One of the dragonborn sacrificed his left eye to evoke a powerful anti-curse magic to stop him from being teleported away in hopes that help would come. Before help did manage to arrive, the demon overpowered the young dragonborn and Rafa slipped away with the heirs. Banjo walked to a nearby ledge overlooking a steep drop down the mountain. The weight of Rafa and Nahar and all the stress and anguish that he had been drowning in had finally become too much. He uttered his final words, evil always wins. It should be noted that Banjo's player actually had no issues with Rafa's player. He had built Rafa to do a job and was damn good at doing it. The party ended up having a discussion where Rafa's player asked if they were tired of Rafa's angst and if he was holding up the story. And if so, he would be happy to have Rafa go out with a final hurrah as he was starting to get tired of the stress of keeping up with all of Rafa's schemes and lies himself. Rafa went down soon in a blaze of claws and blades, after which Mushin the Catterday monk, Rafa, and Cream, the dragonborn paladin youngling, who gave up his left eye to cast the spell to try to stop Rafa, joined the party and went on a great adventure with their new allies. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Catch our new episode exactly after two days. Until next time!